Today's quote comes from a stoic we haven't heard from yet. His name is Seneca. Seneca was an advisor for Nero, one of the most infamous Roman emperors of all time. He was basically Nero's PR guy and did a lot of fixing and covering up for him. Seneca was very money-driven, so I don't quote him often, but I do like to throw him in the mix because it shows the range of Stoicism. Marcus Aurelius was the golden boy, all in all historically thought to be a really great guy. Epictetus was actually a disabled slave. He ended up being granted his freedom later in life, but he was very much a slave while he was uh, practicing Stoic. And then there's Seneca. Uh, He's a power-hungry guy who was associated with one of the worst emperors ever. I, I really like giving the range of Stoics because it shows how that this philosophy is accessible to anyone. It's not just if you're an emperor. Anyone can really use this philosophy to better their lives. And those are kind of the big three. I'll say of Stoicism, you have a big three in astrology. Those are the big three of Stoicism, Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, and Seneca. And they all have very, very different lives. In the case of Seneca, I do want to quote Alan Watts. Alan Watts has this old Chinese saying that he brings up that I really like, and it says that when the wrong man uses the right means, the right means work in the wrong way. Stoicism is the right means, but we can't control how people use it. This philosophy is truly very powerful, and it can allow people the strength to get through anything, even assisting one of the cruelest emperors of all time. Seneca's actions aren't a reflection of Stoicism, but a reflection of the man who used the philosophy. Seneca's compass was pointed towards power and wealth, and if that's where the winds of fate pointed his sails, then so be it. Despite not agreeing with the personal actions of Seneca, his Stoic teachings are very insightful. Maybe it's because he led a life of debauchery and hung with Nero that he saw how not to live, and maybe he felt it was too late to change his ways, so it became more of a do-what-I-say-not-what-I-do type of situation. We can't erase his contributions to Stoicism because he was an imperfect human, because let's be real, none of us get it right 100% of the time, or even the first, second, or third time, and it's through our mistakes that we're molded into better humans. Today's quote is short and sweet. Seneca says, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. This quote is so, so, so relatable. It makes me think of when you're stewing over a conversation that you've yet to have with someone and you're making up all these fake scenarios of what the other person would say and how you'd react to it. We literally think of some of the most ridiculous outcomes and 99.9% of the time none of it happens. We're creating fake scenarios in our heads, which typically creates feelings of frustration, anger, resentment, fear, and even sadness. It's like when you're really scared to have a conversation with someone about something big or important, and you keep putting off the conversation because you're worried about all the ways that you think they're going to react or the ways you think it's going to go, the outcome that you think is going to happen. And then when you finally have the conversation or do the thing you were worried about, it usually ends up being a lot less bad than the scenarios in your head. We suffer more in imagination than reality because imagination isn't concrete. It's not real because it's the other side of reality. Imagination is very important because it's where possibility and dreams live, but they shouldn't be mistaken for concrete reality. I think the sign of Pisces can really understand this duality because they're constantly switching between worlds of reality and imagination. If you're not careful, you can actually bring all the created troubles of your imagination into reality, but that's a whole different topic to discuss for another time.
The Stoics believed that if we can gain control of our thoughts and perceptions, we can gain control of our suffering. Understanding that our imagination is a beautiful place where we can create reality is important, so don't let it be a place where you let your thoughts get away from you, fester, and create unnecessary suffering. That's another day down. Meet me back here tomorrow for some more Stoic goodness. Until then, later days. Later days.